Hey everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chit-Chit-Chatter with Country. On the line with me today, I have Sadan Long. Hello, hello, hello. And I have Remy Santana. All black, all black, Gucci, bandana. And on today's cast, we are going to kind of be discussing... Young love versus older love. Um, right, Sadar? Absolutely. What, what the grown folks doing versus what we did when we were kids. All right. And so I'm going to let him start off because he was just, you know, Valentine's Day just passed and he was noticing a lot of stuff and just wanted to jump on and give your ears a listen. Well, here we are, here we are, here we are. Another Valentine's Day has just passed. You know, a lot of candy was bought, a lot of rooms was rented, and dinners was paid for. You know, some of them people, you know, left happy. Some of them didn't leave quite as happy. You know, but my question to the people is, and I want people to really jump in, you know, in the comments, um, you know, get on, you know, social media, wherever, you know, you you follow country at, and, and give your opinion. Because, I mean, I want to know as well as, as I'm sure you guys do. Like, is it different, you know, when you get to a certain age? You know, because I know when we were, you know, we were all younger. It was, you know, teddy bears and, you know, whatever, you know, you could afford as a guy. You know, maybe you could get the little half a dozen roses. You ain't really have, you know, two dozen rose money, you know. And now as adults, like, what's the differences? Like, how do you choose a mate at? 40 plus versus when you were 18, you know, because one of the things that country and I talked about is, you know, when you're young, you know, nobody has teenagers, <laughs> you know, you meet a girl when she's 23, you know, that baby three. So if you get to, you know, marry her or date her or date him, you know, you're dating someone who has a small child um, as opposed to now when you're 40, you know, you're talking about kids who are 16, you know, who may have behavioral issues, who um, might be, you know, very close to going to college, um, you know, who want cell phones and, you know, are doing different kinds of things in the streets that you might agree with or not agree with, you know. So do we choose different, you know? So, you know, my man, Remy, would you would you date the same women at, at this age in your life that you did when you was 18? No, because val- values change. So maturity, you know, um, we want to say that the majority of people, which I have no way to chart or exactly explain the, the data behind it, but I'll say from more my perspective, the older I got, the priorities change, um, the importance of certain things change. So a lot of things that I view when I were younger, like coming up, I always wanted the most popular chick. This, this chick had to have his body, that body this way, that way, do this, do that. And the hardest pill to swallow is the majority of the popular people that were cracking in high school are trash today. <laughs> yeah. And the people, for real, and the people that weren't so hot, the real skinny girl with glasses is nice today. She looks really good. Today. Oh. I'm going to throw myself out there and be like, uh, me, right? <laughs> Why nobody checking for country? That's mm-hmm. how, that, 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 it has been a, Pattern. I mean, how many 
valedictorian and salutatorians do we know today that are astronauts, doctors, in notable positions? Like, not many. I mean, well, I think with money, you know, like, you know, one thing I know, like, if you came up professionally and your money is good, yeah, now you can get your teeth fixed. Now you can afford, you know, right. better hair. You can afford the trainer, or you can maybe get some augmentations done. You know, you can do more in your, you know, middle years if your money right. So some of those people who maybe didn't look good in high school or college, you know, maybe they were able to now, you know, get the right nutrition or right stylist or right, um, you know, amount of whatever it is they need, whether it be lipo or, you know, or, or buddy. Right, whatever augmentation. Right you know, maybe they're able to do that now. So some of those people, just because they do have um, more money, yeah, they look better. You know, you're able to go to the dermatologist. The <laughs> I'm going to go back to love, right? So very rarely do you see couples um, that dated in high school still together. And some people do find love at a young age and they are often pretty much older than their time. Mm -hmm. They are more mature. They know what they're seeking and they probably figured it out at 11 or 12 years old, right? You're in a household mm. where it was dysfunctional and it was just like, this is what I want and I'm going to stick to it. But you don't often see that. And so for me, love is kind of situational. <laughs> the mm. love that I gave in my 20s, you know, is not the same love in my 30s, not the same love in my 40s because I was able to grow and mature, you know, and you look up, people say, well, I don't change. I don't change. Some things don't change, but you're constantly changing. And if you're not evolving, then something's wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And so a young love in my twenties was just right there where I was. And that's what makes me say it was situational, whatever I was doing, selling dope or braiding hair or what I'm going to church, that was the love that I had to offer. Now, as I got older, that same love is still there. It just looks different. It's more mature than growing up. It's more wiser. You know, a lot more gray hair is on that love. So um, when we talk about a young love, it can be, you know, what what do people consider love? Because, you know, back in the day, you know, flowers for a woman is always a, a great gesture, something good. But for some women, it might not be. Maybe mm -hmm. somebody passed away or something and flowers remind them of that. And flowers die, so they don't want to look at the death process over and over again. So we have to figure out what it is that the individual likes to try to um, undergird that, should I say? You know, um, because love is, love is a commitment, right? It's an action. But it's a commitment. Like, um, are we going to take care of parents? Are we going to help every family member that come along and ask for help? Like, what does it look like young versus old? Well, that, I mean, that's that's pause right there for a second. You know, does love have to be shown materially? You know, because I think, you know, to go back to the money thing, if I got a whole lot of money, I could blow money on you and not have to love you. You know, so does love have to be, you know, only, you know, in regard to, oh, he took me here, you know, he flew me out, you know, does getting flewed out mean love? Or like you say, is somebody willing to 
listen to you. you this know, smart. out is killing me. <laughs> That's why I said it. Yeah, like mm. is the is it the material things? Because again, Valentine's Day just passed. So is it the material things that says somebody love you? You know, because I know if you have money, then tricking what they say it ain't tricking if you got it. Right. So, I mean, from a man's perspective, bro, Remy, hit me. You like, do you if you if you bought a gift, did you buy the gift because you know you was trying to show that you loved them? Oh, uh, okay. So a gift can be a gesture. Hmm. Right. It's really not proof of love. It, well, it, I guess it depends on the situation because love is more action than it is word, right? Mm-hmm. But the person that's receiving the action. You have to know that that's the language to communicate to them to show love. Right. right. Like some people, like buying me gifts is okay, but I'm just a little bit different. Like that's not a super way to show me love. Like if you want to impress me, buying a gift won't impress me. The gesture of it will make me feel good and I will be appreciative. Like, thank you. You know, it'll be beyond appreciative, but it'll be it'll just be viewed as a different type of love. I, I, I'll say it like that. It's not that I wouldn't love it. It'll be viewed different. If you like want to put the knife in the coffin for my heart, do something for my kid. You know, do something for my mom. Help, help, you know, help my wife out. Something like that. Help my sister out. Things like that I view more because I'm, I'm, I show love by, by being a provider and a protector. So anytime somebody can substitute themselves for me it makes me feel good so the gifts got to be more along the lines that show you know me show that you pay attention to me um, yep, yep. more in line with the values that yep. I have you know whereas maybe yeah. when we was 19 you know a handbag might have been cool because we ain't really had no handbags whereas right right right, right. today right. you may not be into that so right. but you know what i mean if you bought your woman a handbag and she don't even carry them Yes, it's a nice gesture, but you really kind of missed the mark because you just bought her something she wouldn't even use. Right. So so I think it sounds like you tell me if I'm if I'm off base, but it sounds like when you get a little bit older, you want people to take the time to get to know you. Right. You know, well, take- you should be trying to get to know the person, whether you're younger or older. You know what I'm saying? And I think this is where life has got messed up, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, these young girls is out here living a best life for the van or the gram or whatever it is that's out there now, you know, with all this fictitious stuff. <laughs> when I think we talked about body counts and you was like throwing some numbers out there and the 36 for a woman, I was like 36 people that like that's been inside of you as a female trash. You know, you should care more about yourself, you know, than to be spreading your legs wherever whenever you know and that's that double standard stuff yeah you might get some girls that just like to get it in but 36 people was it in a year or something that's a lot well what i said was is that if you said if if you're a woman and you've had one lover every 12 to 18 months and you started having sex at 18 you could end up in the 30s you could end up in the 40s by the time you 45 35 that's still a lot for me, you, you know. Yeah. But 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 if you met her, but if a man met a woman and she made him wait eight months, he'd be like, "Oh my man, she like she like a virgin. We should put some wings on her." <laughs> if he had to wait eight months, so if men 
are dating women and you know you make them wait three months that's the steve harvey rule and you get two boyfriends a year that's two boyfriends inside you in 12 months if it don't work out then you making them wait 90 days you know if you're a woman if the man don't try to sleep with you in the first 120 days do you think he gay you think he not interested you think it thing you think the thing don't work? <laughs> you know, I mean, if we talk about grown-ups, like your girl, he ain't tried to do nothing. Is so, this J Miles Smalls that joined up? I'm fucking here. What up? <laughs> what up, J Mall? What's happening with you, man? I'm out here in these streets. Man. You know. what, what, we, what we talking about here, y'all? Well, we talk about grown folks versus uh Young love, and, and right love now we're grown love versus young love. Yeah, we talk about body counts, and, and you know, country was saying that you know, thirty six for you know somebody forty six is too many. <laughs> for a female, that, I mean, for men, men, I think somebody said body count six hundred to three thousand. Like, have my face on the floor. Like, that's that's a well, lot of people to be spreading your soul time. around with. We said time over times. We didn't say partners. We said times. You know, you got 30 years, you having sex 100 times a year over 30 oh, years. You're the time versus body versus different bodies. Well, what we, what we talk about right now is body counts. And I said that, you know, if a woman had two lovers a year for 10 years, that's 20. Yeah. You know, and we wouldn't consider her in any kind of way. A loose woman if we met her and she made us wait four months we wouldn't i wouldn't wait <laughs> i'm gonna tell you why okay. don't it ain't this ain't wine in a in a barrel it don't get better over time so i mean if you gave up your if you submitted that womb that many times or to that many people what is the point of making me wait what make you different right you don't become more valuable to me by making me wait four months. Well, anything, maybe as they maybe as they've been growing, right? They trying to switch up some stuff within themselves and giving up the nappy duck out the sweet watery guts ain't one of the you know things that they trying to do. But four months is a long time to wait to find out that we're not sexually compatible. You know how much butt I could have missed in four months? <laughs> Sexual <laughs> compatibility is important. <laughs> Sexual compatibility is important in a, in a serious relationship. Okay. So do you care about body counts, though? Because I personally, I'm like, hey, what you did before me don't really matter. Mm. Long as, you know, when we go to the doctor, everything check out, we good. Because I don't have okay. no way knowing. Hey, I don't have So no how about this? this? I'll be fair. If I don't run into your body counts in the streets often, then okay. Same, okay, same here. You hear what I'm saying? If I don't, if every corner I turn, I used to talk to him. I fucked around with him. Dang, I, I used to, but I ain't got time for that. I agree. You know, I mean, as a grown as a grown woman, you know, I mean, how many discreet dip offs does a grown woman have? Right. Dude, so something. I think I think for that for that purpose, yeah. And I'm not saying that a woman should imme immediately have sex with a man, but here's the honest to God truth. 
a woman automatically that you attracted to and you gonna give it up you know i mean you that's, have that's what i that, that's what i was getting to a yeah, woman don't she want to have a sex with a man just, when she meet him she know whether or not she would give it up to him yeah she already knows so let's go back to the old and new love young people used to act like well i gotta get the norm first no you don't no you don't that's an option because you've had people wait six months to have sex with people and still break up. So, you know, that's not really foolproof. Or I, I, just as a man, if if I was single, I still want to view a woman no better. If you make me wait four months and you have kids, we're not going to get to that fourth month. Trust me. So if you got proof that you've been having sex. <laughs> you like having sex. So why you get with me and all of a sudden you want to have morals? I'm confused. Uh, be I that mean, same busted open that you was for me. Watery guts over here. Don't don't do that. Like it 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 I while I understand the concept, it just doesn't make sense. It's almost like the cliche thing to say. I'm gonna make him wait. But you can't tell me a, a significant reason why I should wait because you don't get more valuable in four months by not having sex. It that just doesn't make it valuable to me. Well, Once you start having sex, I don't see a reason to stop. I just don't. So go unless back you, to love. Oh, unless you're ahead. spiritual, unless you're doing something spiritual for yourself, not for somebody else, for yourself. Like if you're gonna not and have that's sex, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, don't yeah, don't not have sex because you're talking to somebody. You just you to not have somebody. sex because you're doing something. You're working on yourself, right. not nobody else. But then let's just keep it a buck. Should you be out here dating if you're not really willing to do everything that you say? Should no. you be out here dating if you not, if you're not willing? Sex? To... Nope. Nope. But it's sex everything. It's a lot of things. But How, what's the percentage of sex in a relationship for you guys? Well, I what think because I don't have to have it. I gotta have it, man. But that gotta, goes back to the Viagra thing. So now I gotta I gotta that? keep bringing this up, right? What's with because, the help me understand the blue pill? I might have missed the episode. <laughs> okay, so with with the Viagra. Is do why don't men tell the lady taking it? So it, are you embarrassed? Are you ashamed to say something to them? I think you should tell the lady you're taking it. Oh, see what, what a different stance this is. No, no, but no, but no, we was referring no. to if you need it versus if you just taking it to knock it out of the ballpark. There's two different there's two different uh reasons of taking it. If you got erectile dysfunction and that's the woman you want to be with for the rest of your life, that means that's a medical problem. You probably should say something. Well, but again, that's that's my whole point. As an adult, you need to be disclosing your um, medication and medical issues to your potential lifetime partner if, you, if you're trying to be with them long term. You know. But as far as just, you know, awesome, I want to knock it out the park. Hell, take your ass to the gym and eat right you could you could knock it out the park. Just take yourself to the gym, eating right. You know, adding the green leafy vegetables and the L arginines and watermelon and beets and things like that. That'll help you knock it out the park naturally. You know. Yeah, or you could take that blue pill in fifteen minutes. That dig be harder than Chinese arithmetic. 
Yeah, but you don't, <laughs> but you don't look as good and your stroke ain't as good, bro. <laughs> you need that hard hey. muscle to work. But I agree. Nah, hey, listen. <laughs> you over there. Hey, listen. No, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, I get it, but that's like that's like going to the gym and taking some pre-workout. Shit. <laughs> you say you're going to call that pre-workout? That's my pre-workout. You're damn right. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's that deep. You know what I mean? If if you don't need it, you just feel like doing it. You know, that's like that's like your old lady. They got some, you know, they got different stuff to make David JJ extra juicy. She may not announce that she, you know what I'm saying? She may just do it. Oh, yeah, I wanted to dip that thing and eat them pineapples. I agree. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think it's that deep. But when it becomes a point where it can affect your relationship, where it's it's a medical issue, then I think you should say something. I agree. So if you have diabetes, a congestive heart failure, or high blood pressure, or any of those things, low T, low testosterone, you know, all things that you people over 35 should get checked out, um, then yeah, I think you do need to discuss that at a certain time. Now, maybe not right out the gate with a chick, but if you think about being with her long term, you know, she needs to discuss, you know, her anti-anxiety meds and all that type of stuff with you too. You know, so we all need to, to be more transparent if we're going to be in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. as adults. You know, as adults. Now, wait, now yeah, what, but what was we, what, what we, what we just say about some, about the guts? What was we, you talking about the, uh, the importance of, uh, doing it? Oh, what, yeah, what? cause what I was just saying, and that's what the Viagra stuff came in, but like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I have to have it, but I don't have to have it, right? So if my partner going through a period of where it's just like no sex and he not feeling it or whatever, we should probably discuss what's up. But then, too, it's okay. I think women are more so, some women are more so laid back and kind of go with the flow. If you want it, you know, we together, then you're supposed to go shower and do what you got to do, bust the wide open for him, you know? And if you're chilling, you're chilling. So, so here's I, I, this, I, I got a question. Hold right. So let's say that you passed your I want to have sex years and he not. Is it okay? And you still got to do what you know. You got to do what you have to do. It's not a say if you're in a committed relationship, it's not a such thing as you pass your, your, your stuff because you still have an active partner. So you either want him to sleep with you or sleep with five other people. But if he sleep with five other people, is that a deal breaker at the house? That is a deal. We talked about that in one of the podcasts. That is a deal breaker. Because you shouldn't have to go outside of your home if you're committed to the person that you're with. Now, for one, it's giving you a reason to step outside the house, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Y'all ain't communicating, life messed up. She holding out on the sweet watery guts, knowing that she's supposed to be giving them up. And you step out, then don't get mad at, at, at me for cheating, you know, because you was withholding information. But as adults, is is sex outside the marriage a deal breaker for the marriage as some as adults it is a deal breaker because you should not be cheating okay so but even though our retirement go ahead bro you jump jump on in oh well, yeah so the bible i forgot which verse because i'm not that good at it but it does talk about um if you're denying your husband or wife sex that's something both of y'all gotta agree on yeah. And it's saying you, but it shouldn't be for a lengthy amount of time because the devil will tempt you. So even God sees that sex as some, some greatness. You get what I'm saying? The intimacy or, or what, whatever you want to call it involved. But I, I do believe overall, like dating, 
Like, if you look at dating, a man's objective is to get them guts. Women's objective is to get them resources that that man got. So I just believe different, the different sex of us have different um, things that they prioritize. Now, there are exceptions to the rules. Don't get me wrong. There are exceptions to the rules. But it's just important. Like, with men, our heart ain't attached to our things. It's just not. That's why some men can knock down a chick and not know her name and never feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not. A, it's attached to our resources, though, because ain't yeah. nothing like taking a girl out dating and spending money and spending time. You done lost money to spend money, and now you ain't got nothing to go along. Yeah, that man will be upset about it. Yeah. Same thing if a man give up them, if a woman give up them guts, and then the dude don't call her no more, then she gonna be mad about it. But can you have a great relationship and just not be sexually compatible, but maintain a great relationship, maintain, you know, a plan for, you know, our retirement years, maintain all this other wonderful interpersonal stuff that we have and just the sex part suck. You can, but why, what's the point? What's the point of being in a relationship if you have to step outside the box? You know what I'm saying? I, I, so I, I think you got to find yeah, look, you, you're supposed to be bad before you try. And so if you know that y'all are sexually incompatible and you still move forward, then you knew what you was getting yourself into. So then now you're in this relationship knowing everything else was going to happen and what was going to go on. And now you feel, got the feeling of being stuck. And so now you want to step out because the sex ain't right. But you knew this when you got in there. So then you just stick with it. Okay, so now let's flip it. So let's, let's say the sex is good. Sex is fire. We knocking the walls down. This thing crazy. We can even bring a little girlfriend or something in there. It's just off the chain. And yeah. we don't get along. But now I got a work husband. You know, or I got a, a friend that I see at the gym and I'm sharing all my intimate fears and, and dreams and he encouraging me and I'm encouraging her. And so is that better? No, we ain't got no work husband, Saddam. No, I, I, I yeah. No, it, it's not better. Right. Well, well, number one, you just got to match with somebody that's matching the same stuff that you're talking about. That's yeah. how you eliminate that. Okay. Yeah. Looking I up with a, cheating is as bad as physical cheating. If we well, but then that. let's take that back, too. Let's go take what Jamal just said back to your 20s, right? You got to okay. match up with somebody. And in your 20s, that might have been your match. But right. as you're growing and that person not growing then y'all got to keep communicating and, and understanding each other or y'all got to go y'all separate ways because now you coming to your 30s and I'm on page 1000 and you on 54. We're not gelling. So ain't no need of us to continue on wasting time. So then we need to go ahead and cut ties. But very often, rarely, sometimes, right, that relationship might work because right again, you go through your mountains, you go through your valleys. Somebody might be in love, the next person might be out of love and vice versa. And now y'all love be together at the same time. So it's how much are you willing to put into a relationship? What are you willing to sacrifice? But I don't believe bringing outside people in and letting other people tempt you to do stuff. If if you lacking, well, ladies, like if you lacking and not giving up your sweet watery guts, you better try to give them up fast because Satan gonna be tempting with them big booties and all the stuff yeah, that they say go. they don't like. They're gonna be out there knocking them down, right? Leaving their makeup on a pillow, right? And then come home to you, shower, and they okay because you're holding out. So at some point, somebody gotta wake up to, to meet each other. But what yeah. about but to go back to what you said about the growing, you know, hell, how many people do you know? 
from high school that look the same now. You know, so what if you married the football player in high school and then football players, you know, typically once they start playing football, they become fat ball players, <laughs> you know. They yeah, they up. get bigger. Right. Yeah. So now, you know, you'd have kept yourself, you know, attractive or attractive enough to get some holler. But that's then, okay. Well, you know, you got to go back to the style. beginning. That's okay. What bought y'all together? You know, so yeah. it's something that bought y'all together that's keeping y'all together. And if you feel like he need to change or work out or whatever and he not doing it, then that's some stuff on the inside of you that you have to figure out. Do you want to be committed to this person and, and take care of them through sickness and in health? Because that's what you signed up for. So now you want to build that because you think you're going to get good-looking Joe because good-looking Joe might get in a car accident and become paralyzed and you didn't left your football Are you willing to take care of it? Yeah. I, I think, country, the, the, the major issue in society is we don't discuss what the bad is. We, we always talk about the good, right? We don't sit down and say, all right, we saw y'all get married. If, if this man go broke tomorrow, are you willing to deal with it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, marriage, is ha marriage has to be taught. And today's society, marriage is not taken serious. So that's why you have so many failures. You don't know what, what comes along with it. So when something is bad, when they say for better or for worse, well, they never say what worse is. Right. right. You know, we, we all say, yeah, well, you know, if, if you got hurt, I'll take care of you. But you don't know what hurt is, though. Are you yeah. paralyzed? Are you boo-booing on yourself? Because that's pretty bad. Right. Right. It's, it's pretty bad. So I think the breakdown of it is the, the, it needs to be discussed in depth. If something happened like this tomorrow for me, is that something you want to deal with? If my mama needs to move in, you know, and my daddy needs to move in. Like the reality of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we never discuss the reality of life because eventually, if you're married and you grow to be 80 or 90 years old, one of y'all are going to suffer some severe health issues. All right. Wait, you know, if you deteriorate, you don't just drop dead. A little bit going to die at a time. A little bit is going to get worse and it's going to get harder on you. If that's not what you want, then don't sign up for it. Don't just sign don't, up for it. Yeah, don't yeah. sign up for it. Just go ahead and keep on, you know, knocking them down here and there, and then just enjoy your life. Well, but, but that's that, like in the in the last podcast, one of y'all was that Remy or you, uh, Jamal, that brought up the lady, the girl who was eighteen and dated the old man. I think Jeremy brought up wherever he at, but the man ended up getting sick. Mm -hmm. And oh, girl, yeah, 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 yeah. And the girl bailed on him, and then they asked, So, well, is you gonna go back because he had cancer and was in remission or something? And it was like, Well, you married, you basically married a kid, she don't know nothing about that. Long as life was good, she was up, she was fine. But, but when you got yeah. sick, she broke and ran, you know. But let's, but let's keep it a bug when we're praying, you know, for our Mrs. or Mr. Right, nobody's praying for. The stuff that come with a human being, they just pray. Oh, I am. That's my prayer. We are gonna cover everything from the start to the finish. Well, you you good. You don't I, represent the majority, though. You ain't the majority, cause you know the yeah, majority. I, we gotta cover gonna... all of the bases because if something happens to me, I need to know that you gonna be there. And if something happened to you, I need to be right there. And everything that's in between that, you know, cause that's just that's crazy. That's correct. I want to be it, able to talk spiritually, you know what I'm saying, and and throw ideas back without it being insulting. Like mm -hmm. I cover everything. <laughs> well, you will yeah. but I mean, you call your brother Jamal. But even within that, you know, like you see people 
who never experienced it and now you have to experience it, it's completely different. You know, I helped take care of my aunt at the end of her life. And I remember like they would see our Christmas pictures and stuff and they'd be like, oh, she's so nice. But they don't know that we both got our arms behind her, holding her up, and it took us 30 minutes to get her dressed and how long it took us to get huh? her down the stairs, to get her into the church. All you see is the picture. Right. But so now when you started taking a, a healthy woman, you know, or a woman whose health issues have not afflicted her yet, and now she got a man who is incontinent, you know, what does she want to do? Does she want to be at home with this incontinent, miserable man? Or does she say, well, I'm going to go out and do what I need to do and get done what I need to done, get done? You know, because, I mean, you saying it and then you having to live it is two different things. I mean, there is nothing that can prepare you as an adult, you know, who's had a senior in their home to come home to somebody who can't get themselves off the floor. And now you got to clean them up and get them up and clean up the stuff and change the bed and do all those things. Like, that's different. And if you've never gone through it and you didn't grow up in a family where you were forced to be a part of the taking care of your aunts and uncles and grandparents, you may not know what that's like. Or you may grow up in a family where, you know, we don't really fool with each other like that. So, I mean, I think as you get older, you got to check them boxes. Like, what's your family values like? Yeah, what's your experience? How about that? that? That is definitely some stuff worth communicating about. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're with somebody and you feel like y'all growing apart, it's not adding up, man, you, y'all need to get up out of there before you get down the street, you know, and you need a little help. And who knows, you know, some people, you hear stories where the people was married for forever, they broke up, they ended up best friends, and then that person ended up coming back helping, you know, even when that person had a spouse, they were still there, you know, trying to, to help out. So I really still go back to situations, Mm -hmm. communication and understanding you know everything because you just don't ever know uh, it's shit happen all the time that we just don't know about you know what i'm saying and so mm -hmm. whatever that situation is you and your partner have to come together and talk talking is so important and you can't talk at a person right love is so important and again it goes back to it being a commitment yes all of these actions and things but it's still a commitment to the person that you're with how committed are you? That's the question. How committed are you in your marriage, in your relationship, in your dating? Are you just dating just to be screwing? Y'all need to come in with some expectations. Like, what are we trying to get out of this? Don't waste my time. Well, while you're talking about commitment, and if we're dealing with marriage, your commitment ain't to that person. It's to God anyway. It's to God first. Yeah. So you're not even doing it for that person. You're doing it because you made a commitment to God. So at that point... And I hate to look at it like that, but this person that can't do this and that, yeah, they're not they're not worth too much to you. You know what I'm saying? But it's your commitment to God worth yeah. type of thing. But we, like I said, we don't talk about it. We have these big lavish uh, weddings with all these bells and everything else. And then it's just not equally yoked and it just turned disastrous. So, Well, but even, it, even with that, I mean when we start talking about being committed to something, I mean, how many people do you know are really committed to anything? I mean, how many people do you know nowadays that keep their word, they do what they say they're going to do? I mean, we're, we're talking about now being adults. And, you know, when you having a conversation with somebody in every relationship they've ever been in is somebody else's fault. Like, how can you now look at that person and say, well, you don't hold yourself accountable. 
how do I expect you to now be accountable in a relationship with me? Well, that's what country was talking about with the communication and more, more, and, and for to even communicate in a relationship, you gotta have some sort of respect for a person. Exactly. To even have a conversation. If you don't respect them, it don't matter what they're telling you. It sounds like blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? She's so when you're young and you know she cute or she fine or she popular or he tall and he's sexy. You it's know. fun. Yeah. Right. See, if you get on Facebook and and post something about free this, <laughs> free that, everybody will be in that thing, right? Yeah. But you say I'm stuck in the sand and Miller in my car, then you bought Ain't nobody there. Ain't nobody there. Just just the ones that's committed Tell to the thank, thank you, Remy. Thank you so much. I love you. Uh, absolutely. Shout out to Tino. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean that's just the way it goes. You know, people people say they committed to you. Then when stuff hit the fan or they get battle tested, then their commitment is knocked out. So, I mean it it happens. And like you say, uh, how many things are we committed to? Well, hey, the last perfect person on earth was Jesus, according to the Bible. So that means we all gonna lie. We all gonna not be committed. That's just nature. That's just what we do. But then now you got to incorporate some forgiveness of a person not being committed. But can you well, then say, okay, I like you, you cool, but the way you move and operate is just not enough for me to want to order be in that relationship with you. A yeah, absolutely. So then it's over. Yeah. That's where divorce and all the breakups and shit come from, right? Because the person finally got enough courage to say that. But here's the but, way. That I'm gonna that then you you can have the floor. Is okay. how many people really leave in relationships that benefit them? You know, because I see a lot of people who stay in the relationship because man, I got a house, I got status, we got money, we got all these other material things that I'm not willing to give up and start over. Aren't they so, miserable? Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, there are people who will just cheat or make their partner miserable or just stuff it all in just so they could keep the last name or they could keep, you know, being able to shop when they want to shop or so that they can have the occasional sexual experience and they ain't got to go out in the streets and get it. You know? That would be that young love, an old body with a young mind. Yeah. Well, but then, well, that falls into that 80, 20 rule that, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to like a hundred percent of a person, but can you tolerate the parts you don't like? That's what that kind of falls into. Which is so, more adult than when you was young because when you was young, they had to be perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they had to be perfect because the, the majority of young people don't hold themselves accountable or look at their fault. Right. So they And then, again, they in the happy stages. So we see signs that stuff ain't right, but it's, it's blocked out because we so happy about, you know, we blowing up the little stuff. Girl, I like the way he holds the door open for me. Yeah, but he nasty. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's only so much of that you can take before, you know, as you get grown, I'm tired of his nasty ass. And then you be like, but he still hold that door open for you. I don't care about that door. I need him to get a job. <laughs> there you go. Right. But at the beginning, that, that door thing was, was popping. Right. So, but it's what the, like, no, it's, it's the, yeah, it's, it's the preference of it, though. And, and the scary part is throughout the years, your preference is going to change. I just had to go. Some stuff ain't important no more. I had mentioned earlier that priorities change in relationships, especially when you start getting more responsibility. Mm -hmm. House, cars, kids, education, debt. That stuff shifts and changes the responsibilities 
so it make it makes priorities change as well. Absolutely. So having sex five times a day becomes impossible when you got a newborn. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you got to grasp the fact that you all can't have sex like you used to and not be mad at each other and learn to embrace and love the fact that you all are doing something together. Like we, we, we miss, we don't give each other enough credit in relationships for the accomplishments that we make together. No teamwork. Yeah. No teamwork. The we, fact you come in here and them lights cutting on every day, you should be clapping. That's love. That's that. That's yeah. That's old love. Right. That's the difference between passion and compassionate love. Passion love. Passionate love is the dopamine high. It's the dopamine high when you first get your your puppy, when your yeah. baby first come out, when your child gets to you, happy you so and sick of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But again, I think that again, as you get older, you know, stuff is different because obviously. Physically, we're not going to look the same, you know, like right. said, we're, we're deteriorating, you know, daily, you know, we're closer to the end than we were to the beginning in a lot of situations, you know, so yeah, we do need to, to look at finances, we do need to look at, you know, overall family structure and whether or not I'm willing to sign up for that or whether or not, you know, you I'm willing to ask somebody else to sign up for that, you know, because as you get older, certain stuff, you just need to be honest, like you ain't with it, you know, you can say, yeah, I don't want to date somebody because, you know, they sick. But make sure you say it in the beginning. You know, and as a person that, you know, on the other side, like we said with the Viagra, if you got some other ailments, you know. So let's go back to you, Sadan, not to cut you off, but you was talking about the football player that gained weight Uh and a spouse not, um, or a girl or whoever, not wanting them anymore because they gained weight. What made you bring that up? So would you bail on a person? Well, Let's since we talking about me. So I, you know, I was an athlete. You know, grew up, played tennis, and you know, worked out, hung out. You know, played ball, and then you know, I started working in a more sedentary environment. I gained a lot of weight, and that really it did. You know, it did a number on my self esteem. Um, it did a number on my health. You know, obviously, it changed the way that you know dating was for me because you know before you know you're the athletic dude the chicks like so when you're the athletic dude the chicks like and you that boy no nah, you ain't paying for dates because they don't care about dating you they just want to be around you but the older you get now it's like okay i gotta take her on dates i gotta be romantic i gotta be sweet i gotta be kind so now you know the larger you get the less desirable you become to certain women so yeah you know i noticed there was a difference you know and then, you know, having the transformation I've had over the last, you know, half a decade or decade or so, yeah, I could totally see the difference between an attractive, fit man and an unhealthy man and how the two get treated differently. You know, don't no woman really look at men, you know, with the, you know, the chubby face and the nice beard with the same kind of sexual desire she looking at the dude that work out all the time. Hey, but, 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 Sadan, you see... You gotta incorporate this though. What do men? What do women want from men? Because it's some ill-built men that's millionaires that women will will kill for. Exactly. And it, Most it's men a, have to buy time and attention. <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. If you don't have the body shape, you better have the wallet. Right. Beyonce that's, says it must be your cash because it ain't your face. <laughs> that's big. That, that, yeah. Yeah. You got you got to look like something, or you got to. Well, if you look like something and you broke. You're going to get put in the fun zone. Right. You're the fun guy. 
when they call for their little, you know, side thing. But they, they, if you sat, if like I say, like you say, if you an ex football player, but you still a millionaire, they'll rock with you. Yeah, but you'll have to pay for it. You know, he got it. Well, how he treats you, girl? Do he take you on dates? Do he spoil you? Because she's not attracted to you. So now she's got to justify to her friends and her peer group why she's dealing with the unattractive man. Yeah. If you notice, when let's say if you and your guys get together and you say, hey, bro, I just met this chick. I met her at the bar, yada, yada, yada. The first thing we're going to say is, what she look like, right? Mm. Which means the beauty, the beauty and looks are important to men. Okay, now if Talisha gets to talking to one of her friends. I met this guy. He this is that at the third. Where he work at? Yeah, right. They want to know how much so they know what he look like. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's economics. I mean, theoretically. If your money is the is the problem in your life, then yeah, you need somebody to have some financial structure in place so that they can help you. You know, now if your money good, you might not say, "Girl, you know where he work." You know, girls with money might be like, "Oh, is he fine? Is he handsome? Is he tall? He working with something? He got big dick?" You know, because they got money. But the person who needs financial support, she definitely want to know where you work. She definitely want to know how many kids you got. She definitely want to know how much you make, you know, what you drive, what your status is, and what you got a degree in. Because she needs that economic help to live the type of lifestyle that she's dreamed of. You know, now, a woman with money might not feel that way. You but know, you know what? You, you at at the same time, you're referring to the exception, the average person broke. <laughs> yeah. Especially the average woman is broke. The average woman wants a man doing financial right. So <laughs> they're gonna automatically go for that. Like, especially if they get to describing him and say he ugly, they really want to know. I mean, what what kind of car he drive? Shit, that's how he look. I mean, damn, girl, what dang, what he working? And and the reality of that though is they'll still sneak around with the broke dude with the good dick. Yeah, because oh, yeah. to do but fuck. Broke niggas fuck the best because they don't have nothing else to do. <laughs> so, to, to go back to what Country was saying is yes, you, you do become invisible to women unless you then have status. You could be a fat fucking So you say why nobody checking on you, huh, for now? Well, not to the degree that the athletic, charismatic, rapping, Ball playing, popular dude. No, it wasn't the same. The dude in VIP was not getting the same holler as the fat boy. <laughs> Let's be clear, not the same holler, and it didn't come in the same way. Because I mean, when you the when you the fly dude in VIP, now the holler come easy because you attractive, you sexy, you dress good. Chicks want to fool with you. Chicks desire you. But now you the fat boy in the suit. All of a sudden, you know you need to take her on a date. You know, I'm, the, I'm the same dude who met girls at the stoplight and 30 minutes later. That wasn't the chubby version to me. <laughs> chubby but, version but, on a date. But Sadan, the, 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 let's just say a 23-year-old dude in VIP, he fit, he blah, blah, blah. Right. Women see the potential of, of the earnings. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and that's just what it is. When you look at somebody's body shape, you look at the potential. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, in society now, you can sit at home and be a millionaire and not have to do nothing. Well, right. I don't say not do nothing physical. Right. So it's, it's weighed a little bit different, but I, I, I get what you're saying. But if if you fat and you got money and you ugly, you're going to get more chicks than a broke dude in shape. Yeah, because the average woman needs that financial support to to piggyback on what he was saying. You know, now you're looking at somebody who needs financial support. So they like, I need a provider. I need a protector. I need someone who's going to help me. Resources. Right, resources. I need a tool tool that's going to get me this bread. Yeah, in exchange for them good. Yeah. 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 You want in? You got time to say? Tap in, bro. Uh, I was just, I was just listening. Uh, mm, about I, gut exchanges for resources. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I will say this. Uh, I won't say this is from personal. We was talking about old love versus new love, but then go ahead and say what you was going to say just now. Um, <clears throat> you can have all the money in the world and pay all her bills, but there will be a side digging stick in You're her right. purse. There will be a day day or a Ray Ray who've been practicing it on nothing but smashing sweet watery guts. He ain't got no job, so he got 24 <laughs> hours in the freezer. Oh my god, <laughs> on a whole nother level. You're so they not stressed about. out, they don't have the same stresses or paying bills and shit or, or, or watching their kids. Career men, they had sex to enjoy it, but when a man ain't got no job, he is fucking to survive. He needs that couch to slay on. Exactly. He, need, he needs he that sound, hot plate of food. He sound like Missy Elliott talking about pussy don't fail me now. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, he needs somewhere to sleep. If he don't get it, he gonna be on them streets. That's how it go. He's smashing right. them guts so he can drive that 1997 Chevy Impala. He needs right. Hey, country, let me ask you something. Is it true that no matter how good a man is to you or your status, married, dating, whatever, that a woman always got a man on deck? Mm. And that's situational. Well, it's, well, the stats say 51, what, 51% of women got, got a yeah, dude on situ- deck just in case. That's situational. It depends on the person that you're dealing with. What do you think the majority is? Yeah. yeah. Just judge your raggedy ass friends. <laughs> <laughs> no well, offense to your raggedy ass friends have, if y'all listening. Well, he, I mean, my, my friends know they raggedy. We still love each other. It's okay. <laughs> um, no events. I'm just playing. I was just playing. Now, I was going to say that's funny, though, because he know I don't really have a lot of people. That that's, why I, that's why I said it. Because I would be talking about myself and Jamal, although we brothers. <laughs> well, as somebody who does have a lot of female friends and women that I interact with on a regular basis, here's what I will say. I think that right. every human being has somebody that they have a connection with somewhere that may not necessarily be somebody that they talk to every day. It may not, not necessarily be somebody that you know is in their circle. But there's somebody you, in the back of your mind, think you could call and say, hey, how you doing? And they would be happy. I mean, if you're in a relationship, no. 
if you out here just fooling around, then yeah, there's people so, out there. So yeah. there's there's no high school love, no in my if you're not re- if you're <laughs> no, if you're in a relationship, no. The consistency say fifty one percent of y'all got a nigga on deck. Yeah, say 51%. Uh, well, we should have had a couple other people on here then that was women that, that, so y'all could have saw if it worked. I think that women like men who have somebody. So, yeah, mm. I think mm, there's always some other woman available because women like men who with somebody is attractive to them. I don't know. Yep. You know why I said on? Because yep. it shows that somebody wants you. Somebody has already done the pre-screening. <laughs> Identified you as available. To, is you good for the business? <laughs> yep. Just like only 51% of men populate 100% of America. Right. Because women tend to want to sleep with niggas who got kids already. Because somebody has already pre-screened. Yeah. So mm. if we're using that logic then, yeah, there's some on decks out here. Damn. That's tough. But I mean, I guess I mean think about it. Because if you was that dude, you got married. You not you still that dude. You just married. So now if you leave the house, women are gonna still be looking at you the same way they looked at you before you got married. So then, are you looking at your woman the same way? I think that's what my mindset is, right? I'm supposed to be able to to feel like you're okay, you know, going in and out the door. And I was told that I make a lot of stuff personal, right? But we asked about me. So if you going out the door now, I got it in the back of my mind that maybe you talking to your childhood friend or something like that. You know, I really feel like your friends, I should be able to talk to them. My friends, you should be able to talk to them. You know, and if I can't, then I always felt like it's something more to it. But yeah. but having having an attraction to someone and being in a relationship with someone is two different things. I mean, you could I'm grab down the street. People's eyes wander. That's totally different. You're not out there trying to hump their leg. But that's what I'm saying. Just because I got you yeah, but- as somebody I have affection for, and if my wife died, I would see what was up with you. Don't mean I'm trying to see what's up with you while I'm with my wife. Yeah, but you said it's always somebody that got somebody on the back side. But then now oh, you're no, saying so- that's contradicting. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Country, I, I, so... You better what, try to explain for, it to me because I don't okay, get it. Let, let, let me explain. Things. No, no. What 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 you're saying, country, is like say with a man, right? Uh, my woman look like this. If I see another woman in in her that looks similar to her, would I take her down or whatever, right? The answer will probably be yeah, because they look alike, right? But we're specifically talking about the census that was taken about women that they have a dude close by. Not he, you know, somebody that she may keep in contact with, or somebody in her head that if this don't go good, this, I'm going straight to this person. You know, some dude been inboxing you that you ain't got no chance to. Some dude to seen you last time you was wherever you was at. Oh, my bad. I got cut out. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the difference between somebody that you. We're, so while we're, you're dating or while you're in a relationship, can so, y'all is that I'm still missing somebody. If you out here and you and you out here and you just fooling around with somebody, yes, some plan B, C's, F's, G's, Z's. Right. So but if you're committed, you then not let's just say you met a guy, you met a guy who started dating. And then you met another guy. Now you dating the guy that you with, and you saying to yourself, "Man, if I wasn't with somebody, I might see where this go." 
Is that possible? If you you're dating multiple people. If, you ain't got to date him. That's the idea. If I wasn't with my man, I might check for him. Is that possible? But but wait, hold on. So now, so is dating, is that, because you're saying if she's not with her man, that's more of a relationship. Right. Relationship, relationships is off limits, period. Right, because you're committed to that relationship. I'm not checking for nobody. Now, if I'm out here and I'm dating, right, and, and we ain't made it official, then it's other players on the line. I'm calling bullshit. Oh, okay. I, well, hey, country, so I can tell you. you I can tell you. What you're trying to tell me is if you meet a guy, you ain't got to holler at him. You ain't got to want to be with him. But you ain't going to say in the back of your mind at no point that if I wasn't married or I wasn't in a relationship, he would be somebody I would date. That's just... That's like, a I, like a dude, like if I'm in a club sitting at the bar, right? I'm with my girls. Yeah, that nigga can get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a... a a thought like that they go past yeah everybody have those yeah, you if that's what you're B. saying then you got a plan no. no you don't <laughs> have a plan, plan B. B. everybody <laughs> you me. got a plan B <laughs> cause if well, you I, break up with him I wonder what that dude I saw at the club doing now that's a plan B <laughs> everybody so, plan B ain't a solid but it is one well I, I got a quick remedy for women that want to you know not had it happen. As long as you keep that sack drain, you should be okay. Uh, and keep some peace at the house. No, because if you killing him like you're supposed to, that thing won't be able to get up when he goes to the next. Well, I mean, you got it. But I think you got to give <laughs> Unless you got that pill. Well, uh-huh. I mean, you Everybody gotta, get some. Well, you got to give a person enough other things that they need to where when they go out into the streets, they like, yeah, that little 20% ain't worth me losing my 80 you know, we yeah, get humans, humans we are greedy though. Plan together, we got a good life. You got to be checking in with that person and make sure y'all connected. So Human, that, humans are greedy though. So now we keep food that expire. I agree. Right? We got billionaires that didn't bought everything they could ever buy and just want to keep making more. We we just greedy. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, but you got to make it real hard for that brother to be like, yeah, hey, absolutely. Hey, you know, and I think, you know, that's more than just sex. I mean, because if it's just sex, then I find somebody I like talking to more than you, then I might not be screwing them, but I'll be talking to them every damn day. That ain't no so better. <laughs> so, Sedona, are you are you in a relationship? Not to the point that I would call a relationship relationship, not. So you talking? I mean, I date. I got friends. Okay, so would you be mad if they was talking to somebody else? Absolutely no? not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, would you kick them to the curb if you found out they were talking to somebody else? Not at all. So you sharing the guts? Mm, I don't have no fear of loss. <laughs> no, uh-huh. I don't care. Here's the thing. I do not have a fear of loss. I can start from scratch any day of the week okay. and be all right. So if you walk away from me, you just walk away from me. I'm going to go outside. Don, you said you dating. What I do. So Don, what? You said you dating. Yeah. Anybody serious on deck or somewhat? No. no. Like, okay, let me ask you this. Do you want to get in a serious relationship? If it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. I got one more question. Go ahead. So the, the, the chicks that you're talking to or dating, what's keeping them like from like going to the next level? 
Well, here's here's what I look at. Like here's what being I, taken not, on serious. Okay. Here's what I look at in regard to relationships. Okay. For me, it's about alignment. You know, now if you ask me where what are my plans for the next couple of years, um, ultimately I want to live in two places at the same time. I.e., I want to live out of the country for at least half the year and live in the country the other half. So for me, if you're not really able to move like I move, then how are we going to be in a serious relationship? Um, I got a real demanding career that at times puts me in places that other people might not necessarily be comfortable with. You know, so if you can't really move in all the rooms I move in, then how do we have a serious relationship? You know, I like to be around people who are inspiring. People who are very disciplined. People who have a high energy level, a level of positivity. So if you're somebody who doesn't, you know, have that same type of energy, then I can spend time around you, but I just can't spend a lot of time around you. I protect my peace. Um, I protect my ability and autonomy to do what I need to do at all times. So if I need to take, you know, 30 days because I'm working on a project, I'm going to take the 30 days and work on the project because ultimately I'm married to the idea of me being able to have the I want. So, so what is your definition of old love? And then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Well, my definition of old love is like at this point in life for me, I need people who align with my goals. Again, my priorities are peace, prosperity, and physical and mental health. So if you're not in a space where you value your physical and mental health, meaning that you're a positive person, meaning that you eat right, meaning that you get rest, then I ain't really trying to rock with you because I can't have that in my space. You know, if you're a person who's still trying to spend their money frivolously, then I can't really rock with you. Because, again, I'm saving money because I want to be able to live in two places at the same time. So with that being said, you have to line up with the things that I'm lining up with. And if you come with a different plan, then that plan has to make sense for the both of us, not just you. So you could say all day, well, I want to be married. Okay, but what does being married mean? It means that we got to be on the same page. And if your page is I'm going to pay all the bills. And I'm going to make sure that you get all your stuff met. And I don't get none of mine met. Just I don't want it. And I'm willing to stand on that. So when you say, am I dating? Yeah, I date. Because I don't feel like because these are the things I want, that I shouldn't be able to go out and have a meal, that I shouldn't be able to go out and have a drink, that I shouldn't be able to do a movie. No. It means that we can go to movies, hang out, we can have drinks. But if you ain't willing to rock with me the long way, then I ain't willing to rock with you the long way. That's what that means. Right. You just going to leave it right there at that. Right. Damn. <clears throat> <clears throat> a wise man once said, I think his name was Corey Holcomb. He said, um, Well, I know personally. <laughs> and he said, he said, I can either be faithful or all I can right. even pay all the bills, but you can't get both. That's actually TK <laughs> Kirkland, by the way. But yeah, oh. shout out to shout out to Corey and TK. Both of them real good dudes. So <laughs> that I, I think if you pay all the bills and stuff, that kind of falls under a traditional man. So do you think your responsibilities will keep you from strain? Well, if if you got what you want at home, then you stay at home. If you don't have what you want at home, whether you're a man or a woman, then you start to seek the things that you don't have at home. You know, which is why I say emotional cheating is the same thing as physical cheating. You sharing all your deep, dark secrets with some man on the other side of town is just as bad as you sharing your cat. Uh, the the love we call it good. I don't want to meet some man that know all about my business. Do you really want to meet a man that know all your business? Of course not. Of but course that's not. why I said a work husband is just off. You can't know. You shouldn't have no work wife or no work husband for that very reason. 
you I know, y'all could. friends, but then you show up and then, you know, he know all your deep, dark secrets he, and stuff. You know, no, you take that blue pill. You know <laughs> yeah, it all. No, your whoever you with should not be discussing everything to no work husband. Ain't no such thing as that shit. I Which think it should be a relationship. Like, we need to be able to talk. I think you should. I think our relationship should be open. That way, where you get cheated on, your feelings ain't hurt. Because you cheating too. No. <laughs> I think, and, on, and on that note, <laughs> uh, so you thought we dropped the mic, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being funny, my wife. I'm being funny. You're going to pay for that, sir. Yeah, you got to pay for that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's some, it's, it's some stuff. What you going to say, Kim? Somebody writing checks on here? No. Who wrote the oh. I got to look through the list and see who take writing. <laughs> I, like, I, I, like I say, I think the responsibilities of, of, of a husband is just more financially greater in a relationship. He, he, he stands to lose the most and gain very little. So... My whole thing, if you cheat on your husband, that's like that's like that's like mm-hmm. cutting the arm off. It's just it's just so much in the society yeah. if society is deemed like okay, old girl, he But you get what you negotiate. I mean, let's keep it a buck. If you're a man and you go into a situation, you say I like you, but I'm willing to walk away before you get married, then you can dictate terms. You know, like you say, do I date? Yeah, I date. But I'm also real clear about what the terms are. Like, okay, now check it out. Now, I ain't trying to be with nobody who broke. So if all your money is, is tied up in, in handbags and shoes, then we probably never going to get married, sweetheart. So I mean, overall, do y'all feel like, overall, do y'all feel like there is a such thing as young love versus old love? Yeah, because when I was young, yeah. I, she just needed to be cute. That's all that mattered. Was she cute? Was she fun? Was she sexing? That's all that matters. The, diff- the difference is the difference is the um the pri- the priorities and responsibilities change. You went from the cute stuff to we need a house, we need business, we need you know what I mean. We need to save. So that stuff that you was doing at the beginning just don't last. Like I said, it's passionate. After so long, it wears down. So. Yeah, I mean, when you're an adult, your your finances matter, your family matter, your moral matter, your work ethic matters. None of that stuff matters when you're a kid. When you're a kid, everybody calling off work, being late because they've been out partying. You know, when you're a grown up, you're looking at the other person like, why you ain't getting up? You got to be at work at at eight. Yeah, that that, definitely with the old one. um, Definitely with the old one. You're looking at what am I leaving behind? Because the reality does hit you in the dick that eventually you're going to have to leave. Are you leaving a legacy? Are you preparing the next generation to carry on what you already started type of thing? When you're young, you're not thinking of that. When you get hired at a job, you don't think, I need to put more money in my 401k or I need to invest in this when you first get that. You get that, you just want to make a lot of money. Then when you realize when it comes down to retire, you didn't put nothing up. So that's like young love. You're not thinking about the the, the future. Like we're gonna be happy forever. And, you know, then you, you you end up one one ankle twist away from being broke, and then yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. Then the whole relationship goes out the window. Yeah. And when you're young, the babies is young. Now again, you talk about having somebody who can make a baby in your house. You know. Yeah. Paying medical bills ain't fun. 
right. paying this and all that. Yeah, you got the the old love is not about fun anymore. <laughs> it's it's about the family and the team. What what about the team? It ain't no more me. Once you hit that team thing, that's when the older love kick in. Mm-hmm. So do you cheat on old love? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, all love get cheated on. No matter. So I mean, like, and it, and we you don't even need a, a an explanation. I'll give you an example. Some people just like to rob folks, right? There is no backstory behind it. They just like the way it makes people feel, right? right. So some some women just like money and they like spending men money. They want to spend their husband money plus somebody else's money. Some men can have all the, the, the pleasures in the bedroom. But he today I want somebody skinny. Or I want a BBW today, and she ain't it. So at the end of the day, you can do whatever you're supposed to do, and somebody still will. Right. will men, will, men will, will never be a hundred percent happy ever in life. Nobody. Will. You're always gonna be missing something from someone. But our grandparents, I mean, grandma was okay that you know, Mr. John went down the street there once in a while. She ain't or, or or a brother or uncle pop up and you just be like, well, who your mama? Right. But they they thugged it out though. I will say that. Yeah. Which they is definitely thugged it out. Yeah. Which is that's why I asked. Like, can you have a great relationship and then you know your spouse stray and and not ruin the relationship? Because in our grandparents and great grandparents, they stayed together even though somebody was dropping you know little John off <laughs> on the porch. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this one one sibling don't look like nobody. The hair different, the skin color different, but they pop up at the time reunion. Hey, this your cousin. Right. You're like, uh, okay, and then you just kept it moving. But you, know, you got the down south brother, the up north brother. Everybody got different <laughs> last names. Yeah, you don't even know who this person is. Right. Well, y'all, this is a pretty good podcast today. Y'all gonna take us out of here. I appreciate you, Sadan. Uh, uh, again, great talking. Jamal, a.k.a. I'm not going to say your name on here, but great talking in country. <laughs> country. <laughs> so, so if, you, if y'all hanging out with me, guess who I'm hanging out with? With you, Shell. Peace. Peace.